Hello, it is Wednesday, September 9th. I am your host, Trent Reinsmith, and this is the Daily Come On Now MMA podcast. Today's topics, Dana White lies about the NBA and MLB regarding COVID-19, and he still needs to answer the question as to what is going on inside the UFC bubble as far as positive COVID-19 tests. The MMA media needs to be better at fact-checking Dana White's claims. It's okay to call Dana White a liar if he's lying. One half of the UFC Vegas 10 main event was photographed not wearing a mask while signing posters alongside another UFC fighter. Dana White needs to lead by example regarding COVID-19 protocol. And Dustin Poirier wants to be paid what he's worth to fight Tony Ferguson. And that's a good thing. And now, on with the show. Okay, so I remain perplexed as to why the UFC is getting so many positive COVID-19 tests and so many fight removals on fight day. And there were two, I think, on the last card. And I think there's been at least one in the last three, on the last three cards. So it's a problem. And... I don't understand where these positive tests are showing up or how the UFC is doing its testing, and that's a concern for me, and it should be a concern for everyone else because if everything's not above board, then it's it's a risky proposition, and the UFC is not really coming clean on any of this stuff, not really revealing when the tests are being, when the tests are coming back positive or if they're getting negative, negative, and then a positive on fight day, or if they're getting positive, positive, and then just waiting to fight day and hoping for a negative, none of that has been cleared up. And that's my big concern and my big question. And Dana White was sort of asked that question on Tuesday after the Dana White Contender Series. And his response was, look at the history here. Look at what we've done. Look at how it's all worked out. One of the things that we're not doing that the other sports are doing is there's people that keep testing positive but they have no symptoms and they're not contagious they're letting those guys play if it's in the NBA or Major League Baseball we're not I mean that's the difference and I saw one website lead with that headline and it was Dana White MLB NBA are letting COVID positive players play there was no fact check on that and so I, I did a fact check on that, and both of those are false, and I will get to that in a second. But at first, I want to say that I'm disappointed, and not that anybody gives a shit if I'm disappointed, but they, they, in this case, they should, because it's misleading headline because it's not true. And so it's kind of clickbaity, and we, we shouldn't be doing that as the MMA media. We should not be putting clickbait up just to... You know entice clicks hence clickbait but anyway yeah so I've always kind of railed against this Dana White says bullshit and the excuse that we're just reporting what Dana White says in these media scrums and press conferences and my feeling was is and remains you got to provide some context to these things so When Dana White says something like this that does not sound like it's true, could be a lie, at least take the two or three seconds to look it up. It it didn't take me long to find out that this is not true. 
I took a, a Google search for MLB positive COVID-19 and NBA positive COVID-19. And I had my answer, you know, in seconds. And so that kind of thing should be, context should be provided. And here is what I found. And this is from a USA Today story that published today, September 9th. And the writer reported, I became pleasantly surprised the NBA has overseen exactly zero positive COVID-19 cases since teams arrived here in early July, talking about the, the bubble. I know it's too early for NBA to run a victory lap. However, until the league's championship team hoists the Larry O'Brien trophy in October. So NBA, no positive cases in the bubble. The MLB story, which was from Sports Illustrated, says the protocols contemplate that games will be permitted to continue when a player or staff member tests positive after the contract, well, that's wrong, contact tracing process is completed, the memo reads, according to Nightingale. After any persons who have had close contact with the infected player or staff member are identified and isolated, the rest of the team is cleared to resume normal operations. We've had numerous situations this season in which a player or staff member on a club tested positive. That individual was isolated and games continued without any further spread of the virus. Again, that individual was isolated and games continued. So, MLB, not letting anyone play test positive for COVID-19. So, two statements from Dana White, both proved to be false statements. And again, if Dana White lies, there is nothing wrong with calling him a liar. Because if you can prove that it's a lie, it's a lie. It's not a misconception from White. He intentionally tried to badmouth MLB and NBA to make himself look better. That's all he did here. He did a what about. And what about is one of the weakest arguments you can make. It's a, it's, it's a pathetic argument to, meant to put the focus off you and put it on someone else. In this case, MLB and NBA. I'm surprised he didn't throw the NHL in there as well, who also I don't think had any positive tests. But I, I haven't checked that, so don't quote me on that. So now the question again goes back to the UFC. Where is the failure? And how are these positive tests in the UFC popping up on fight day? What's happening? And now that White can't say, well, these guys have positive tests and we don't. Well, we know now that these guys don't have positive tests. And if they do, they're handling them under this protocol. The UFC... We don't know what they're doing. We don't know when these tests are showing up positive, And that's a failure. It's a failure on the UFC's part. And I don't think Nevada State Athletic Commission can do anything because of HIPAA rules. But the UFC could at least let us know, hey, here's how things are going step by step. And here is why these fighters are not being pulled until fight day. And again, I will stress that when White was asked about why Jacare Souza wasn't pulled out earlier in Florida a few months ago when he tested positive upon arrival with two members of his team, White got pissed off and more or less said he waited for more tests to be done because he wanted to and he'll do things his way. And that's why I don't trust Dana White to tell us the truth on these things or to tell us anything because 
when your response to why you did something against protocol is because I wanted to because I'm the boss well that's just an asshole move and tells everyone that you don't really care and another thing that told me that white didn't care about the COVID-19 situation is that he was asked about shaking hands with everyone in uh, the fighters and and whatnot during during the uh, events here at the apex and his response was he was going to shake hands with everybody until he dies and that you know he hasn't gotten COVID-19 so and while he didn't outright state it, it kind of sounds like he's still one of those folks who, you know, just doesn't believe that COVID-19 is real until it hits him. So I tweeted earlier today just to file that one away just in case, because we know folks that have made that kind of statement sometimes have had bad luck to use a, I guess, understated phrase. But anyway, yeah, none of this looks good for the UFC. And another thing that doesn't look good for the UFC is that the someone, uh, I think one of the fighters was signing posters alongside Michelle Watterson and had a photo taken of them doing so. It was a Canadian fighter. The name escapes me right now, and I apologize for that. But he was wearing a mask, and Watterson's mask was around her neck, not covering her mouth, not covering her nose. It was just around her neck. And the protocol from the NSAC says masks shall be worn at all times. And again, this is something that bothers me because obviously there was no social distancing taking place here since they were sitting directly across from each other on a table. And in the foreground, there was a UFC, I'm going to assume a UFC person, you couldn't see their face, but you can see their body. So there was no the social distancing was not really happening there. And in that case, then you wear a mask, if anything, just out of courtesy. But you're going to be hard-pressed to enforce the rules when the guy that's supposed to be enforcing the rules or that everyone's supposed to be looking up to to see what he does in in these situations is not wearing a mask. And that's Dana White. And if he's not going to wear a mask, then you know how how this goes. If your boss isn't going to do it, why should you do it? It's not a do what I say kind of situation. You need to lead by example. And White is failing to lead by example. Plain and simple. He's failing to lead by example for whatever reason. If it's vanity, if it's uh, he thinks it's something to, you know, some kind of insult to his masculinity, which also tells a, a bigger tale. It's dumb. It's dumb. Wear a mask. It's not that hard to do. And if you think it's not tough or something, just, you know, Fedor wore a mask, so come on now. If Fedor can do it, don't be so goddamn insecure. If you're wondering what the situation is with the talked-about Dustin Poirier and Tony Ferguson matchup, the situation is that it has not been completely signed off on yet. And Dustin Poirier talked to ESPN on Wednesday, and his quote was, I'm in. I just need to be compensated if they want this fight. Simple as that. I'm a prize fighter, and the prize needs to be right, said Poirier, who is training at American Top Team. I agree, and it makes sense. If you want this fight, which is a a clear marquee matchup, well, then you pay the guy. Dustin Poirier has been the good soldier for the UFC for his whole career. He's, from what we see, he's a good guy, a stand-up guy. He does a t- 
ton of stuff for charity and he's not in trouble and he just goes out there puts on exciting fights he's someone the fans want to see and so he should be paid as someone the fans want to see and he knows that and that is a good thing and I'm glad that he is sticking to his guns and not fighting for less than what he believes his worth is which is still probably less than his actual worth is to the UFC but at least he's making a stand and I wish more fighters would follow suit that's not to say that that those numbers haven't improved over the years they definitely have more and more people uh, more and more UFC fighters are aware of their worth and at least trying to get as much of that worth as they can so good for Dustin Poirier and the ESPN story adds a little wrinkle here which also might be a sticking point in those contract talks uh, sources said the UFC has discussed a scenario where if and this is the same card as uh, Justin Gaethje and Habib Nurmagomedov if Gaethje withdraws from the main event Ferguson would replace him against Nurmagomedov however if Nurmagomedov withdraws Poirier would be the replacement against Gaethje so that's another wrinkle that needs to be considered as far as the compensation package and you know if that's the case then these fighters might have to go from a three-rounder to a five-rounder and I think anytime there's a five-round fight that fight should be paid more because why fight why fight and get paid for five rounds when you can make the same money for three rounds that's always struck me as very strange and very wrong but it just kind of happened and never really got smoothed out which is terrible but yeah good for Dustin Poirier sticking to his guns trying to get what he's worth well I think that's going to be it for tonight got a short one for uh, this evening not a lot happening other than you know Dana White lying and Dustin Poirier trying to get what he's worth so business as usual in the UFC but anyway I will be back tomorrow everyone stay safe